Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, where we up your barbecue game with tips and tricks from the legends and leaders in the barbecue world. I'm your host, Andy Groneman, along with executive producer T-Bone, and my co-host this week, he's a KCBS World Invitational Champion, TV personality, you've seen him on Food Network's Chopped and Barbecue USA, and he is at least the second smartest person in the studio, (laughs) Richard Fergola, pit master of Fergalicious Barbecue. Hey guys, what's going on, man? Welcome. Great. So we're excited this week. We've got a returning guest on. We're going to talk about how much I'm on the road, but trying to catch this guy, it's one tough place to be. So whether it's Food Network or barbecue contests, or if he's at one of his Casey area grinders locations, South Beach Food and Wine, you name it, we're going to be talking to Stretch. He is a chef, a sculptor, a pit master, musician, philanthropist, right here in Kansas City. Check out his website at www.grinderspizza.com. And then in our fourth segment, we're going to talk to Fergie about cooking the perfect ribeye. So, Ferg, what's going on? What do you got going this week? Well, I'm still in recovery mode from <laughs> uh, from the uh, grand opening of our new store, Proud Souls Barbecue Kansas City. Um Still trying to catch up on sleep and 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 happy that it's over, but uh, it was a great time. And so now, as you know, no rest for the wicked, man. That's right. Um, <laughs> you know, get a couple days rest and then we're rolling right into the Big 12 Big Q. Uh, this will be my fourth time being a part of this downtown Kansas City, right in front of the T-Mobile Center. Um what a cool event too, because you're right in the in the heart of college basketball. Big Twelve basketball is a, I mean, it's some of the best basketball that's happening in college basketball right now, and and we're going to be right in the mix. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's very cool. I mean, although I'm not a Big Twelve fan, I'm a SEC guy, but um, it's a blast being down there. Uh, I'm representing Texas Tech this year, um, and uh, the weather might actually not ruin it for everybody this time <laughs> it, weather has always been and then we were down there and COVID hit one year too so there's always something that happens but hopefully we'll get down there we'll be able to cook everything it'll be an absolutely great time yeah hopefully that works out great and you know when when you're down there you're doing all kinds of stuff for the public you're also doing a contest to try and win a little bit of cheddar out of the place so it, it's always fun to to kind of do those things so now we're going to move ahead and i think it's about time for the ask andy segment which is brought to you this month by Smoke on Wheels, Kansas City Bootleg Barbecue Sauce, which you can get, of course, at All Things Barbecue, atbbq.com. And don't forget, you can get yourself a Barbecue Radio Network t-shirt if we use your question. What do you have for us, T-Bone? Scott Anderson from Grays Lake, Illinois. Yes, sir. I don't know what I'm going to do with him, man. He's a 4XL. <laughs> <laughs> Send him two and sew them together. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway, Scott says, I want to buy a sous vide because listening to your show makes me want to have all the toys. My question is, how do I know when the meat is at the same temperature as the water? Is there a formula? I don't think taking the sharp pointy probe that tells how hot or cold something is into the meat, not going to say the T word and make you all drink. Basically, 
how do I tell the temperature of the meat in the vacuum sealed package that is floating around in the sous vide water? I am sure poking a hole in the package with the thermometer <laughs> to check it is time wrong. for a drink all right we'll be back we're gonna have a drink <laughs> no that's it so that's a great question i would i would tell you that yes so the answer is yes there is a formula that you can go find whatever sous vide you buy the flow of the water uh all of those things make a difference how big your vessel is uh density and what you've got in with the product what kind of protein it is all those things matter right so you're going to get a good rough estimate when you do that how cold it is when you start makes a difference all of those things play into it so there isn't just a one size fits all kind of answer to that but what you'll do is you'll whatever you get you know there's and there's lots of different brands out there there is the jewel there is a nova there's all kinds of sous vide equipment that you can purchase out there they will actually guide you when you set your temperature and time and tell it how big the item is if it's just a couple of steaks and say you're trying to get them to 130, it's probably only going to take you a couple of hours to do that unless you go with a really long, low temperature. Um, so you're going to look at the at what you're putting in the sous vide. You're going to look at the temperature that you want it to end at. And then, of course, you want to leave yourself a little bit of room because you want to put a sear on it probably at the end. I don't know what they're cooking, uh, but Scott, you're going to want to put a good sear on it at the end, and that's going to add some cooking time as well. I don't. What do you think about sous vides, Fergie? I don't know. I think we're going to sous vide some mashed potatoes tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't. I don't you do that very often, man. I light fires and put it on there, man. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, I agree. So lots of people will say that their favorite way to eat a steak is to sous vide it and then sear it uh, to finish. And yeah. what I will tell you is a good steak, you don't, the, I mean, the value of a sous vide is it can bring tenderness to the game. A steak is already tender. So I don't even use a sous vide typically for a steak, but I might use it for something like a pork belly. If I wanted to get that sucker really tender or a really tough cut of meat, um, like I could take some some chuck flap meat and put that in a sous vide and just let that go for quite a while till it's super tender and then sear that off into almost like a burn end. But a steak and, and pieces of chicken and things like that, I just don't really see a need for it. I don't know. I what do you think? I, I I see a lot of people do that in state competitions. Uh, they they do it in all different ways. Is that legal? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, you can do that. Some of them will even put it in a, like they'll take hot hand packets and then they'll put their steak <laughs> in, into a, like a, a like a um, carrying thing. You yeah, know, one of those, those insulated. In just to get it kind of warmed up to about, because most people when they cook an SEA steak, they're trying to get it to about 90 degrees before they even put it on the grill. So when you get it to 90 to 100 degrees and then you put it on the grill, boom, you're just going grill mark, grill mark, grill mark, grill mark, and then you're out of there. So we'll be doing that this week, Andy. Yeah, that's right. And you know, the, and doing that, you're at, you know, 500 degrees and that kind of two minutes aside, that four or five minutes of time does get you about 10 degrees of lift. And as it's resting, you're going to get another five degrees of lift. So if you want that steak to be 125, 130, you're going to pull it at 110 before you do that. So it is kind of interesting how all of those things play out. But for me, you know, 
number one, if I'm getting a sous vide, I would get it for something other than steaks. I'd get it to play with other other cuts, and then I would definitely um, follow the instructions that they give you based on how many their wattage, their water flow, and all of those good things with it. So appreciate the question, Scott. Uh, Scott from Gray's Lake. We will get a T-shirt headed your way. Okay, so Andy, what's the weirdest thing you've ever sous vide? Well, that is a great question. Uh, gosh, I was trying to think about that. Um, it's It's got to be maybe uh, like alligator or moose or, you know, some something along one of those lines, probably. I know that I've done a sous vide of, uh, of a moose loin, which I don't know if you've ever had. Have you ever had moose? I've not had moose. Have I've you had, had moose? Elk. I've never had new, no. So, no. yeah. So, we used to have those Ted's Montana grills that did elk. I like moose better. Uh, but this, we did a sous vide loin, and then we seared seared it off to finish it, but we sous vide it with some garlic and thyme, and it was really good. Is it more tender than elk? Yes, and it has more flavor, too. Wow. Uh, so, I really enjoyed it, but that's probably the craziest thing I sous vide. But, you know, alligator was fun, too. I, I want to do, do a moose now. Um but maybe we should, next time we have Ninja come over, we sous vide the whole alligator in a Yeti. <laughs> yes. Do the whole thing in I a mean, Yeti cooler. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Well, coming up next, we're going to be talking with Pitmaster, chef, restaurateur, creator, Stretch. We'll dig into some great stories, flavors, and techniques. Check out his website at grinderspizza.com. Coming up next, Stretch, right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Need some sizzle in your life? Turn us on, fire us up, and don't look back. Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. You have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing, we build a grill. Welcome back to the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Andy Groneman, along with T-Bone, our executive producer, and my co-host today, Pitmaster of the World Champion, Fergalicious Barbecue, Richard Fergola. Our guest this week is a returning guest. He's always one of my favorite people to catch up with. Uh, we're going to have to add a fifth segment to the show just so I can cover his expanding bio. Artist, <laughs> restaurateur, TV personality, pit master, now musician. He's a staple in the KC Crossroads with his restaurants or his award-winning concert venue, Grinders KC. He's got highly awarded signature Grinders hot sauces, barbecue sauces. He's appeared on countless TV shows. Triple D, you know, Guy's Grocery Games, Bar Rescue, Monster House, you name it, the list goes on. You might even catch him on tour with his new album, Carnivore of Chaos. Welcome to the show, Stretch. <laughs> wow, I must have paid my bill to get an intro like that. <laughs> I told you, that's only like the first seven pages of the bio. I could have gone like seven Man. more. <laughs> he did that all in one breath, too. That was amazing. That's really impressive. <laughs> yeah. that's really, so, I need a bio for dummies, the short version. <laughs> 
So, you know, I was saying in the first segment, there's nobody that is uh, out there running as hard as you are. Uh, you were out at South Beach Food and Wine recently, weren't you? Yeah, all last week. And I had to drive down because I built a big project for a guy on that. That's a whole nother story. And But yeah, that South Beach was before that. And then we were working on my new video for the new album. And then before that, I was out in L.A. And then before that, I was in San Francisco. And I thought I was going to start off 23 slow. And <laughs> Well, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, you're and you just mentioned like three of the other gigs that you have, right? So, but your barbecue journey, you're an award-winning pit master, and some of those flavors have worked their way onto your your menu at Grinders, but you've also paired up with Black Oxygen a, a year or so ago and you helped them with a barbecue sauce, their banging barbecue sauce, which you guys sell, it's phenomenal. But what that's like led to a whole nother uh, chain of events. Tell us a little bit about carnivore chaos and what all is going on <laughs> with stretch. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the barbecue sauce, the banging barbecue sauce started out David Lyle and Nick Lyle. They're from Kansas city. They're little rock and roll guys. Like little, I mean, I met them when they were 18 or young thirties. Now they moved out to LA. They've had a great music career and they reached out and said, Stretch, you know, we don't have good barbecue out here in L.A. We need a sauce. Can you help us make a barbecue sauce? So I said, yeah, you know, write down all your flavor profiles and sauces you like. You got a bunch of stuff. So they came up with a pretty good recipe. They shipped it to me. I messed around with it a little bit, sent it back. They tweaked it. Then they sent it back. I retweaked it. And then we started bottling it. And it's done real well. It's won some awards as well. And they, they, they were taking some acting lessons and with their new song that they had coming out, uh, they decided to do a short film. And so they wrote my part in. So <laughs> a lot of these new movies have like product placement of Pepsi or Coke or Jack Daniels or whatever in the background. So they decided to write in a part with me and do their own product placement. And the song's called Life is Beautiful. And so they got me a guy that has a face for radio. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, you know, so. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I think you slipped that one right by him. Oops, did I say that one? <laughs> nope. No, no uh, Andy got I it. I got broad shoulders. He buddy. got it. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they said they, they wrote this part in this dream sequence. And we had Danny Trejo in it. We have a stripper. We have a porn star. We got the Lyle brothers. You got a guy who's father you know used to own the race team in india uh and just a great cast of characters in this movie and it did pretty well you know it's, i think it's got like a million hits and then they did a a full-length movie deal out of it that they're still working on and so it was fun and it was great to work with the guys and then somewhere along the way i said you know adam sandler made a lot of money on songs about <laughs> hanukkah and adrenal spinning so i said <laughs> you know what there's no barbecue songs we should do a barbecue song. And, you know, there's some songs like, you know, Reverend Horton Heat has, you know, songs about steak and some stuff like that. There's some other ones, but nothing about what we do. And so I wrote this song and they said, okay, right after Memphis in May, we'll go to our recording studio just outside Nashville. So I roll over right after Memphis in May and it took three days to write and record the entire song. And they had no clue what genre we were going into. And this is, this is me who has no clue on, you know, how to keep a beat, let alone, you know, I can, I probably can't even cook a beat. And I, and I, and I will say, I will say that while he was there doing that, he was texting me like little video shorts of like, 
of like riffs and stuff like that and telling me the names of the songs and i was i was crying laughing i mean the, i'm not gonna say I, I don't know if you can say what the names of the songs are yet if it's not oh, out that's yet. on the new album on the new album yeah Carnival. we're talking oh, yeah. about this was, first bite oh oh first bite okay first bite. i got gotcha. you uh, yeah, yeah. i got gotcha. you yeah You're yeah jumping ahead sorry can man you sorry. this guy i'm, yeah, I'm excited i'm excited this is my new this is my new playlist i'm looking forward to my new playlist <laughs> at barbecue contest oh man so uh, we wrote this thing and it did real well and it charted on the billboard charts for eight weeks. It's called first bite. It's all about low and slow all night long and drinking a beer and being with your family and friends and you know, the meat and the smoke and it, it, it's really a fun, you know, song and it's just easy listening and it charted for eight weeks and it got the attention of the record label and said, Hey, stretch, this is really cool. It's kind of your own genre you know, can you do that on a whole album? No one's doing this. Everyone's singing about, you know, religion or their girlfriend and they're wearing their girlfriend's tight, skinny jeans and whiny and, you know, <laughs> or just rah, rah, rah stuff. And I said, I don't know, you know, maybe. And, you know, I kind of come from the rock and roll world and lifestyle, but I never thought I could write any. So our engineer was in a band called Creed for about 10 years and has his own stuff. And he really helped out. And the Lyle brothers and I went to the recording studio and, early December and we were there for three weeks and did nine new songs. And I showed up with, you know, all the influences of the albums and songs that I wanted and a whole bunch of names that I wanted to do with that, you know, pertain to barbecue and food and family. And the uh, name of the album is called Carnivore Chaos. And that's one of the songs on there. It's called Carnivore Chaos. There's one, the single that we're going to release here will be released on the 21st uh, to radio and the video as well called flavor town um if you know my little buddy uh guy fietti you might have seen him on one of the shows called diner drivings and, yep. and, you, and you shot that uh, at the uptown here in kansas city right yeah we filmed it with 250 of our <laughs> local friends at the uptown it's a really cool fun thing my kids sing chorus on it, the mugwumps um and lyle brother it was, it was great it was a lot of fun to do it and it's an iconic venue and it's needed to look like a live show and that way the record label can start, you know, booking us for touring. Yeah, and, which uh, it's crazy to think that, yeah, I can go hit a barbecue contest and then I can go ahead and, and do two shows and uh, hit another barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's true. You know, I, I don't really have any full want to go, you know, from Oklahoma City to Des Moines to Kansas City to Lincoln to Omaha to Joplin, you know, just to get across country. I mean, if the money's right and stuff, it's fun. If it turns into work, I don't want to do it. But and yeah, and, just, and we've said fun. before, like the journey that barbecue <laughs> takes you on. I mean, you never would have thought that that would have turned into what it has. And now you have a genre of music. There may be a new there's going to have to be a new Grammy just for stretch barbecue music. I, so, I just want to be a groupie. Yeah. I just want to be a groupie. So, of course, cancel us off. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So, of course, we are talking to Stretch. Follow his exploits across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the TikTok, at his handle, at Stretch Artist. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Stretch more. Check out his website at grinderspizza.com. Coming up with Stretch right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com. 
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network with my co-host, Pitmaster Richard Fergola, our executive producer, T-Bone, and I'm Andy Groneman. This segment is brought to you by Holstein Manufacturing. Check them out at HolsteinMFG.com. They have NSF certified cookers and grills, and of course, my favorite, corn roasters. Yeah, you can get one of those and send it my way. Go ahead. There's a GoFundMe out there for the Groneman Corn Roaster. And don't forget, they have mobile event and catering rigs as well. Check them out, HolsteinMFG.com. So we're back talking with Stretch. Again, Pitmaster, restaurant tube tour barbecue ambassador. He's a Spirit of Barbecue Legends Award winner from the MBBQA. Headliner with the Mess Lords. If you're unfamiliar, Stretch supports military personnel at bases around the world, dishing up food with other celebrity chefs, or sharing his cooking knowledge through videos. He does all this while managing to chase around the mugwomps, design public <laughs> art installations, support local businesses with custom fabrication, all while traveling, go- growing the grinders brand. What did I miss, Stretch? Oh, I just built a bunch of cool steel work for the new Proud Soul barbecue place. I yeah. wish you did. I was just going to say that. And you got to admire your work uh, in, in, uh, in, in action this last weekend. Yeah. And, and you would not believe how many people commented on those sauce stands in the center that we were moving around. I, they just love that work. But we we're talking about this and you're out growing the Grinders brand. Uh, one of my favorite things is a La Hog pizza. Right. So that just is near and dear to my heart. But we're getting ready for grilling season. Guess what? We can we had pizzas flinging at the at the Proud Souls on on alphas and halos and Yoder pizza ovens and you name it. There were pizzas going everywhere. What are your tips and tricks that we can share uh, for our listeners at home on how to do a good pizza outside on their cooker and maybe some some tips about that? Let's talk about pizza. Wow. Well, thing about pizza is every pizza is a good pizza until you can't eat it you know and pizzas are just fun everybody wants to do a different pizza it's kind of like making tacos every taco can be different every pizza can be different but one of my main tips i tell everybody to do pizza if you're getting a pizza dough go ahead and par bake it first put it in the stone put it in the oven put it on the grill put it in alpha put it in a gauzy put it in a uni whatever you want to do but par bake that dough so it's a lot easier to come off the peel it doesn't drip between the grits, you know, if you don't have a stone on there and it just holds up better. And then when you put your toppings on, you don't have to cook it so long and worry about burning that dough either. Cause you're really just melting the cheese and heating up some of those elements. Hey, Stretch, and that, uh, yes. Can you explain the par bake? Um, like for people that may not know what that is. So if you guys are going to get those skins, you know, you're going to par bake par bakes, basically just taking the skin, rolling it out. Uh, if, if you're rolling out your own dough, and just laying the dough in the oven first and let it get kind of crispy, not fully cooked, just partially baked. Par is short for par baking. There we go. Partially baking. So then you get it back out of the <clears throat> your, your smoker. You sauce it, you cheese it, put all your toppings on. And here's a super pro tip. And this is what I did when I was in college, other than <laughs> figuring out where the free chicken wings were on Tuesday at what hotel and what taco day was somewhere else in the little weenies at another one and the hot corn at another place. We'd go from the Hilton to the holiday Inn or whatever for free stuff and, you know, get the free, you know, so we survived, you know, little hot dog weenies, whatever they were, but going to the supermarket, to the buffet line, and you can buy all your toppings by the pound. 
So you don't have to buy a whole package of salami. You don't have to buy a whole jar of black olives. You don't have to buy a whole thing of mushrooms or any of the other top pepperoni, whatever it's going to be. You just buy the toppings right there at salad bar. You get the whole thing for a buck fifty, and it's already pre-sliced. Yeah, it's you know? it's brilliant. You only get the ten pieces of of pepperoni that you need and a handful of black olives. You don't have to buy the can. You don't have to. You get it all for the cost of one of the items. That's just brilliant it's brilliant it's, 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 thank you very much i appreciate that now every <laughs> store is going to watch it now and, you know and, you find it by the pound and the par baking yeah and the par baking is is a definitely a great tip because anybody that's done this at home you know you you get out there and it's a little bit warm outside your dough you didn't get it spread on the peel quite as quickly as you wanted and you know if it's your kids they're trying to pick their toppings and and all of that and that sucker is now sticking it's gotten a little too warm it doesn't go in the oven or into the 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 cooker right it's a real pain trying to do it from raw dough if you take those skins when they're still naked and drop them in there and just get them cooked a little bit it's going to save a ton of time and it's going to make that finished product come out way better that's it just, really does. It holds the shape and you can have five, six people making pizzas at once because it doesn't have to be on the peel. All I know is all I want is pizza right now because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and in reference to that, here's another <laughs> super pro tip, Mr. I'm hungry now. Now I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Is if you have a sheet pan, flip it over. So the lip is pointing down. Then they slide off real easy. Uh, that I, I'm, I'm glad you actually mentioned that because I do that. I, I do that when I do the pan. So that, yeah, that's a good one. Um, and, and also the cornmeal thing, if you don't par bake it, you know, a lot of people don't realize you got to put cornmeal down or, or what, you know, what, whatever that I, I say the other word really weird. It's um, cornmeal or salmonella. Yeah. yeah. Salmonella. Yeah. Salmonella. Salmonella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said so put it. Your yeah. salmonella down. Put your <laughs> salmonella down and then your pizza dough. Um, but uh, yeah. Simulina, <laughs> salmonella, yeah. you know, whatever. Simulina, yeah. So uh, in the pizza oven, if you have a deck oven or even if it's on a stone, what that semolina or your gritty cornmeal does, it acts as little ball bearings, basically. So right. when you give that little tug or jerk, on your the wood peel everyone calls a paddle the dough does slide off onto the stone but what also those little ball bearings if you will do is it lets the gas escape through the dough through the bottom as well so that helps cook the pizza and it gets rid of the gas that's built up in the dough as well that's awesome. It has a couple functions. But then you have to scrape it out and everything else. You, you've probably cooked um, a couple pizzas. In your- <laughs> you know, we just did South Beach Food and Wine. We cooked for 2,000. And uh, we did Bengal Tigers on that one. Oh, we did man. A, we used Gosney ovens on Stop. those. Stop. <laughs> It was it was killer, man. I don't know my my favorite pizza from Stretch is off of his pit at about one thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's when I learned that's when I learned the trick about those par cooked shells because we were all sitting around and he's like, well, "We're just gonna make one," and I'm like, "Oh no, that's gonna be a pain." And here comes this shell out of the cooler. I was like, "Oh man, it's just brilliant the yeah. way that." That, there, that there, works out. Yeah, there's some par-baked uh, uh, um, crust in our fridge at Proud's Old right now. And, and we want to be a little bit pre-breaking news here. You've got something coming out with the crust, too, don't you, Stretch? Matter of fact, thanks, Andy Gronovan, <laughs> who also does Holstein.com. <laughs> Once a corn thing, it'd fund me. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, we're going we're gonna to have our dough is going to be available for sale at the markets and probably at the barbecue stores as well. It'll be sold in I think uh, one and three packs. Um, there's a lot of 
actually pizza place in town that use our dough that don't let anybody know. So I can't tell you who they are, but uh, you'll buy it. It's all ready and you just got to let it thaw out and then you can hand toss it and you'll have the exact same dough that Grinders does. That is awesome. And so that's just a couple of months away. So right in time for summer grilling season. Yeah, yeah it'll be great. And people always say, you know, do you make do- if you never want to cook at someone's house, make do- dough and bring flour with you to throw it so it doesn't stick. They'll never invite you back to cook again. It's awesome. <laughs> but if you never want to cook your in-laws or something, throw dough at their house. <laughs> Speaking of throwing dough, can you like, can you throw it up in the air and spin it and do that cool stuff, Stretch? You know, I can throw functional dough. I don't spend my time doing all the fantastic stunts like those guys do at the world championships. <laughs> Uh, they do practice and they have a different style of dough. It's a little um, more rubbery. <laughs> it's not really, uh, I don't know if you really want to eat it, you know, when it's done. Yeah. As dough spins, it's in trip. And why you throw a dough is because you're stretching out the gluten strands in it. And as you spin it, it centrifugally pushes uh, the dough and it gets wider and wider. And if you watch those guys, the dough never changes yep. the, the diameter. And, and Stretch has plenty of other stunts on his own that he's going to take care of rather than just throwing dough. So <laughs> head on over, head on over to www.grinderspizza.com. You can register there to stay up to date on when new products are coming out and what's going on there. Go out to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out Stretch Artist, uh, and you can follow all of his stuff on that handle there. Thanks again, Stretch for coming coming up we are going to be talking with fergie about the perfect ribeye steak right here on barbecue radio network your blood pressure numbers could change your life talk to your doctor about creating a plan that works better for you start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Fergie and Andy here on Barbecue Radio Network. Man, it is always fun when you get Stretch on. He's just so much fun. And I'll tell you what, there's so many good stories and he has so much knowledge I love, I love like uh, just picking up all of that pizza knowledge. I don't know. What do you, I mean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've known Stretch for quite some time and, and uh, we've crossed paths at a lot of barbecue contests and uh, you're right, man. The guy just, uh, I mean, that was like a science, that was like a science uh, lecture right there on pizza. I mean, the guy just knows his stuff and I, I really enjoy going to his restaurants um, and supporting him because it is good food. It's a good time there. Um and, uh, you know, a barbecue contest, what I love about Stretch is, you know, he's that artist comes out in him and, you know, uh, he, he wants to cook the barbecue contest and he wants to win. But that artist piece comes, you've ever look at his pictures of his boxes. Oh, yeah. Like you can just tell that that's the type of guy he is, you know, like he's the reason why kale, when kale became legal, that they said the stems could no longer could, could not be used <laughs> because we were in Table Rock Lake cooking a contest and he framed his box with the stems of the kale and so it was almost like a picture frame and so that's when they probably i'm surprised they didn't call that marking (laughs) well i think that's what they were that's what they were saying i mean he wasn't doing that intentionally like trying to mark his box but he was that was the artist in him and he was like this looks pretty cool and uh so i remember his post that day after he after that happened he's like well apparently 
I'm creating a new rule in KCBS <laughs> now. You know, they we can't we can't you cannot use your kale stem. So that was when kale just became legal, and that's uh, and he was you know he was already you know testing pushing the envelope there a little bit. And uh, I just love the guy because he's innovative. He's always getting into something new, and he's very creative. Actually, listening to that conversation with him makes me feel like I actually do nothing. Um, <laughs> and I'm a pretty freaking busy guy, yeah. and I'm listening to him like man, I'm I'm not even close. So. Yeah, and I mean he's you know he's in LA, he's at South Beach, and the, I saw him. I saw some of the pictures from South Beach, and you know we do a lot of food and wine shows. I'll be out uh, doing a cure camp in New Orleans here in another week, and you know you you go to those events, and it is go go go. Um, he had that twenty five gallon margarita uh, bike going out there that he made. You know, just the crazy off the wall things. Uh, it's it's so cool to see all of that, and and love having him on to share. Uh, share information with everybody and i'm going to be looking for those uh dough balls because that's a game changer uh, in terms of of dough because it's a great product like i said i love a lahog pizza from grinders so having that accessible and then being able to take that and and man batching that's such a great idea batching out those dough balls yeah i'm i'm a huge fan of that so you know, it's time now for our All Things Barbecue Product Spotlight. Um, their website is www.atbbq.com. All Things Barbecue has all the tools and accessories you need to take your barbecue to the next level. You'll have your neighbors jumping over the fence to get a taste, get fired up, get the supplies, get it to do all the things at All Things Barbecue. www.atbbq.com. And so... As we're heading into grilling season and we are getting ready to this and we're talking about pulling pizzas off and peels, the the number one thing that I always use, I'm not a tongs guy, I'm not a spatula guy, I use my hands for everything. And so having a good set of of poly knit cotton gloves that you can put your nitrile gloves over so that you have enough heat resistance to grab product and move it around and do things. That's that's really where I'm going. So the the product that I'm suggesting today that everybody get to start to stock their, you know, cabinet for the season is they have some Hantover 7 gauge poly cotton gloves, uh, you know, knit at the back, different sizes so you can get big, small, whatever you need. And it's, you know, it's a great tool to have in the arsenal. I absolutely love that you brought this this product up because I think that is a piece of barbecue and grilling that the average backyard person has not picked up on. I talked to so many people about that. Um, people come in the store and they're looking for those big, big, goofy gloves that... Yeah, like the you, silicone yeah, ones. and you don't the, have any dexterity when you do that. And I, I will physically go put a pair of those knit gloves on and a, a nitrile over it to show people. I've, I've actually done videos on it and still photos like steps on how to do it because that to me is the only way to do it like i and like you i only use my hands i don't remember the last time i used a spatula or or, yeah. or 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 tongs or whatever i mean when i'm doing steaks or ribeyes i'm picking things up with my hands and people are like oh does that you're not burning yourself i'm like no i got this knit glove on underneath here and that's the way to do it and i think that's just a i think that's a piece of barbecue that still needs lots more education and teaching yeah okay so what is going on here why are you using your hands are you just a bunch of animals 
<laughs> well, I mean, I, <laughs> pot, pot, meat, kettle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, I think you're just with your hands, you have so much more control. We were talking about control earlier, you know. Um, you know, you just have, you can, can, you can pick things up easier. You know, a lot of, the, a lot of things in judge air, in oh, barbecue. I get it. I get appearance. it. How many times I've had it slip off the spatula yeah. or, or the tongs kind of get wonky and boing. Yeah. I mean, yes. I have people that come in and ask for spatulas for taking a pork butt off. I mean, pick the thing up with your hand. You know, I mean, you just, those gloves are fantastic. It, it, it changes everything about what you do. Yep. And speaking of using those, that's very cool. So check out those Hantover 7-gauge polyknit gloves out at atbbq.com. You can pick those up at the website. But as we're talking about, we want to cook the perfect ribeye steak. And we're going to be using those gloves to do that. So, you know... We've got Fergie here, and he is still hot on the circuit. He's out cooking SCA contests. He's out doing the deal. You know, I want the perfect ribeye steak. I think I can do it, but tell me your process. Let's let's go through that. Yeah, I'm going to actually show you that this week, too. Um, we're going to – I'll tell you, I, I haven't done as many SCA contests as I have barbecue, but I have done SCA, and I've also done KCBS steak, too. Um, it's, uh, it, it, we were talking about the sous vide and all that stuff. You know, I think the important piece that I've learned in cooking the perfect ribeye, and I think all of us can test, you can go into some fancy steakhouse restaurant and the steaks are good, but we can all cook a pretty good one at home. Like, uh, it, it's, it's getting that internal temperature exactly right. And getting those grill marks perfect on there. So you're getting all the flavor right where you want it to be. And I think, you know, some of the products I use, grill grates, I think uh, that's no people, you know, people that do good steaks, that's no stranger. Uh, they're not a stranger to that product. Um, and I think that's a fantastic product. It's the only way I cook my ribeyes. Um, I want to get that thing screaming hot. I'm hitting it with some duck fat. And uh, and you you're know. layering flavor. Like, talk a little bit about the the flavor notes in your rubs that you're using. Yeah. So, you know, we, we need to do two things, color and flavor. And there's different parts of that steak that we have to hit. We have that ribeye cap piece in there that that's the, that's the piece. That's the best piece, right? Absolutely. So the we, spinalis. Yeah, the spinalis. So when we're... When we're trimming that 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 little point off and we're butcher twine that, we're, we're trying to get color and flavor. So we're layering that with some salt, with some pepper, with some garlic, with some, in my, my ISBG, you got butter. Um, we want to get a little bit of spice in there, but we got to get that color and flavor in the right places. And then, as you know, the last ingredient is that is that smoke, is that charcoal flavor. And we're going to get that right there in those grill grates, right in those grill uh, those grill mark lines and get it to that perfect temperature. And I'll tell you, a lot of people like different temperatures on their steaks, but if you're cooking a, a competition steak, most people are taking that to like between 130 and 135. Some of your better S, uh, SEA cooks are doing 135-ish. Um, a lot of people think you got to go lower than that, and you some people may do that. But if you're cooking a competition steak... And on a ribeye, honestly... You don't want to go lower than that because you've got that fat in there and you want to start to render that because there's a bunch of flavor and moisture in that fat. So I really think that 135 finish on a ribeye is what you want. A strip too. A strip has more, it's got a little bit more chew. So you want to get that there. If if I'm eating a filet or a sirloin, I'm probably going 125, 130, but definitely 135 on a ribeye. Absolutely. I think that's the money mark right there. And, you know, so Fergie mentioned those grill grates. The grill grates are just an awesome tool because 
uh, they're anodized aluminum. They get hotter than the fire. They wick that heat up and they give you a really good surface to help put that nice sear on your steak. And when you sear it, you get a you get flavor out of that Mallard reaction. So that is really what we're trying to do. I've gotten to cook a few of those SCAs. I think the best we did was a second place. And I'm excited to check it out at the uh, Big 12 Big Q this weekend and see how Fergalicious Barbecue's knocking down the SCA steaks. You know, I, I'm planning on uh, having to carry all your hardware for you as you're leaving down there uh, <laughs> if I'm not going into a game. But, you know, it's going to be awesome either way. Well, we want to thank Stretch for being on the show again. We want to check him out at www.grinderspizza.com. And don't forget to head on over to atbbq.com and pick up our sauce of the month, Smoke on Wheels Kansas City Bootleg Bourbon-Infused Barbecue Sauce. We'd like to thank everyone for joining us this week. Next week, we are super excited to bring you Chris Lilly from Big Bob Gibson's Barbecue with more great barbecue tips and tricks for from T-Bone, Fergie, and myself. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll keep the pits lit until next time here on Barbecue Radio Network. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform each and every Thursday. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com.